Hey, good morning, sweetheart. I'm up this morning and God had me to get on here with you. Father, this day, we thank you so much for gracing us to see this day, to encounter this day. Thank you, God, so much that we have an ear to hear what you have to say. We're not listening. We're not looking. We're not even engaging in any other voice but yours, God. It's what you say it is. Not what such and such say. Not what anybody say. It's what you say. We come away to hear what you have to say concerning every area of our lives. Today we give you full permission to move how you want to move, to speak how you want to speak, to demonstrate how you want to demonstrate your glory in and through our lives. We take our attention even off our neighbor, off of any leader, and we put our attention on you. We are on one accord regarding you. On the same page regarding you. In alignment with you. And it could be no other way. We thank you in Jesus' name. Sweetheart, what is God saying to you? Regarding every area of your life, what does God say to you? How do you hear from God? How do you respond to what you are hearing? What is God currently saying to you? Is God saying the same thing? Is your heart saying the same thing? Is your mind saying the same thing? Is your spirit saying the same thing that somebody else is saying to you? So what are you believing? God woke me up with an example to give unto you. That happens all the time concerning us who walk with him daily. He's not saying that to me. Regarding what anybody say God is saying. He's not saying that to me. He must just said that to you. But we believe in God to come in any way, shape, or form. But he's not saying that to me. I expect the unexpected, but he's not saying that to me. I don't feel that confirmation. I don't feel, but God could come in any way, shape, or form. But he's not saying that to me. And it's being said to you, but saying, God not saying that to me. You understand? This day, eliminate everything and just open up for him. His voice, the voice, you understand? And it goes for everybody, especially myself. Because sometimes we can be so confused that our feelings are saying something totally different than what we are hearing someone else say. Who are very dear to us. You understand? 
What is your heart saying? What is God saying to you? About your life. What is he saying to you? What are you saying to you? What are you repeating? What are you believing? For God to say something to someone and for someone to say he says something different to them, that is definitely not one accord. You understand? It's not on one accord. It causes delay. And don't I know what delay is all about? God spoke to you, even concerning me. And here I was at the time. He ain't saying that to me. Whole time saying it to me, but not in the way I expected him to say. So I'm expecting the unexpected to be expected the way how I expected it to be? No, that don't make sense to God. Hallelujah. I need you to be the man to only do, hear, and feel what God bestowed in your spirit. You understand? I don't want you to do anything else other than that, especially during a time now. You are surrounded by great people. You understand? But every word must be on one accord of what you hear from all the great people that are surrounding you. Because God has me to feel a sensation that is different conversational things going on. It's not on one accord. It's all good things to be said, but it's not on one accord. And it's frustrating you at times because you feel different than what you're hearing. So you're not even on one accord. Your heart, your spirit, your emotions are saying something that you're not hearing. And it causes us to be like, I'm going to stand here. Okay, now it's time to move. Okay, God's saying this. Okay, God used this person to say this. So it must be this because that's what I'm feeling. But this person's saying that. And I got on TV and hear this speaker say that. You're confused. So to not be confused, you just feel like, let me just be still. Let me just continue to sing. Let me continue to stay focused. But you are all of the above. So what is God speaking to you? You have to be, and God's had me to feel this way to say to you, you have to be the man to stand on your two feet because he's positioning you to be the head over a covenant with him. 
You hear great leaders and read about great leaders of men being the head of the home, but God's being the head overall, but giving you that responsibility to take control. You got to take control now and not be controlled. You cannot have no one to tell you how they feel or what they think. You got to go to God. You got to make that stand. You got to make that call. Your voice got to be heard. Your demonstrations got to be seen according to what he's having you to feel. That's like saying somebody has access to your covenant. Someone knows about your sacredness. It's like having someone ears in your marriage. When God don't have no one ears to hear that what's going on, but yours and him. You understand? And it's regarding every area. You can be frustrated at times. Yes. You try to convince yourself to feel better about what you can't even help because it's still there. It's supposed to be there. So what you're hearing is not agreeing with how you feel. So why aren't you going to God about that? My mom would give me a suggestion, but guess what? Quenisha go before God. So thank you, mother, but it got to be what God says. Because many of us do things thinking that people that are dear to us know what's best for us, but God has already written our lives concerning us, so I must go to the source. You understand? God have me to say these things to you today. You have some of that conversation going on. It sounds good. Yeah, yeah, it's convincing. Yeah, but it's just not agreeing with how I feel. And I'm feeling how I'm supposed to feel. I'm thinking how I'm supposed to think. But I'm hearing something totally different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. It's like you're moping with a smile on your face. It's like you being stopped when you want to move. Mm -hmm. Speak when you're told to be quiet. Yeah. That could be very frustrating. But the thing is, you have to be so hungry and desperate to only please God and not those who are dear to you. You have to have your voice be heard in the sense of what is God saying to you. God is showing you how to use your authority even around those who are dear to you. Because can't nobody tell you what God is not saying to you. You understand? I don't care if it's a best friend. It must be what God says. It must be what God is doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Are you concerned about anything? Fazing your well-being? How do you feel about that? How long do, can you keep this up? Mm-hmm. How long can you do this? Because when you are alone, God's seeing how you really feel. Can I ask you this? Oh, yes, God. Thank you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me take this off. Let me ask you this, Buka. Every time you have a message be released to me, it could be an encouraging word, it could be a picture, it could be a song that you have someone to release to me this entire time. Because you feel as though it's okay and you want to get something across to me. Why do you think that God wouldn't have you to do that yourself? But put that idea in your heart to release it to me. Why would you think that God would have you to release it in that way and not you come yourself? Why do you think that God wouldn't even have you to say anything? Or release those good things unto me but use people instead. Why do you think it's like that? Is that what God really said? Or is that what you think is best to do? I even said to God, I would be so patient because of what I have caused this man. I could wait a lifetime. I'm not in no hurry. And then God said, time is not yours to give. It's when I'm ready to move. But you got to realize God's not going to force his move if a person feels as though they're not in a position to be ready. So it's either you want it or you don't when, regarding any of us. Look what happened to me. I didn't want it. And look what, look what it cost. All of that regret, all of that healing. All I had to do was go to God like I do about anything else. God, what are you saying to me? And I denied it every time. Yeah. It caused me to be very frustrated in the wrong direction. Yeah. Being a voice to speak against what God is currently saying to me. Because I was saying, he ain't saying that to me. Whole time saying it to me. God can come in any way, shape, or form. Okay, that's a form of him coming to me, but he ain't saying that to me. See what I'm saying? That don't make sense. Yeah. Why would God have you? I mean, I'm just asking. Why would he have you to go through all of that, to put people in the middle and involved who really love you so much and would do it, but not have you to do it yourself? Why is that? Why is that? And how in the world can you ever think that I wouldn't pick that up when I have a great gift the same as you have of discernment and insight? Why can't you do it yourself? Because God didn't say that to you. But he said to you, you could use somebody else to do it. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Why are you being stopped? 
Is God saying to you, stop? Are you being told to stop? Why are we hearing two different things? And why are you feeling two different ways? Majority of you feeling yes, but you're agreeing what the no is. Mm -hmm. Or the not yet, or the hold on, hold off. Yeah. And God said to me, Quinesha, you can't agree with that. I can't agree with it. No. I was agreeing by trusting in you. But the thing is, I got to trust in him. He's coming to you in so many ways, shapes, and forms that you don't expect. But we declare and decree, we expect the unexpected. He's not saying it to me, saying it the whole time. Yeah. You started something and not allowing it to be finished. Why is that? Let me tell you what Satan thinks about this. <clears throat> He's threatened. Whoever he can use to either try to even sound like it's a great idea, who open themselves up can do that. For an example, God sent me on a 15-hour flight to another country. And all those were dear to me said the opposite to what God was saying. Don't go. You might not make it back. This might happen when you get there. But they meant well. But it was the enemy saying to them to tell me to stop. Don't go. But I had to deny those words, even for those who love me, to say, God, you already said. And look what happened. They had to, you know, respect my authority. And what they was doing, cheering me on. Went from saying, no, 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 to you got this, you fired up. You think, you think Abraham family was like, where we, you know, the ones who he took with them, where we going? You know, we don't even know where we going. Because God said, and they had to follow after him. Because they still went. And when they got there, they was excited to see what God had for them. Even on their way to the journey, on their way on the journey. You understand? You started out so fired up about what God is doing, being so heard, but then you began to be silent because it felt like it was the thing to do. Yeah. I felt like I owe you time because I wasted so many. But God had to tell me, you can't agree with that thought. Because I didn't give you time to give. Yeah. I don't mind waiting. I, I wait. I'll be okay. But I have to agree with what God is saying. And I'm not going to be stopped again. Because I stopped myself before. And I need what you have. In order to reach my full potential to do what I'm called to do. And I can't even have you being hesitant or staggering, not even being aware, due to not just going to God on your own and hearing what he has to say and speak up regarding what you hear. 
God's not going to have me be with you and people tell us what to do or think it's best to do this way. No. Mm-mm. You understand? We all have to take a stand because every single one of us have people who are dear to us that really speak how they really feel and be spiritual about it. But the thing is, we got to do what he says. Got to. And that goes for everybody here. How many people you know had to really push past their family member's voice, loved one's voice, even spouse's voice? No, this is what God said. Just like Abraham and Sarah. No, Sarah, I'm not going to sleep with Hagar because God promised me a song with you. No, Eve, I'm not going to eat off the tree. I was here before you. And he said to me, and you heard him say, Visionize Satan talking to himself in the kingdom. No, Lucifer, I'm not going to want to be worshipped. I'm not going to entertain that thought. Why does this thought even come while I'm in the kingdom? You understand? Hallelujah. You think Moses wasn't scared to go back to Egypt knowing that he fled? For killing the man? I wonder did he even tell his wife and kids what he did? That he was in a palace in Egypt. Did he even tell him his testimony? Because if he did, they would be like, we ain't going there, you ain't gonna get us killed. But I'm on an assignment. Is what God said. You understand? So we can't never say, he didn't say that to me. The only time we can say he didn't say that to me is if he said no concerning that thing. You understand? If somebody say, Quenisha, God wants you to buy that house. God, you want me to get the house? No. Well, he didn't say that to me. But if I didn't give him that opportunity to even say anything regarding what being said to me, then I can't say he didn't say it to me. I'm putting a limit on how he can come to me if I do. You understand? A lot of things are being changed and shifted around with you. Because for a long time, you had to lean on support due to how you were feeling emotionally. But you got to realize you been bought back. You are taking back. It's your jubilee. Right back in its original state. So you have to stand in that state. You can't lean on, should I do? Can I? Will I? God, what do you have me to do? Being a husband is more than just, you understand, providing naturally. You have to provide spiritually first. You have to be mature spiritually first. Be in the face of God first. And stay there. Because you have other lies that are following you due to what you're hearing. But if you're saying what he didn't say to me, 
Because he said that he did not say. Then there's something wrong with that alignment. See, I'm open to hear. I'm willing to deny any other voice. You have to be willing. Not saying that the voices are wrong. But you have to go to God regarding what you hear because you are looking like two sides to, to one story. This side saying this on the inside of you and the other side saying this on the inside of you. And it's not in agreement. And that's why you barely have any peace. It's no way you can have peace of mind when your feelings and emotions and your spirit is disagreeing on what you are trying to accept. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. Excuse me. DJ, can you turn the air off? Thank you. Can you turn the air off for me? Okay. Thank you, buddy. Yes, yes sweetheart. Love you too. Yeah. God, me to say those things. These things to you. Yeah. If it's not what God is saying, where else can it be coming from? You understand? Seriously. Are you concerned about anything? Are you being told that you can't? Are you being told that it's not a good idea? Are you being told to hold on? Are you being told that from God? I'm asking you these things because God had me to ask you these things because it's not what he's saying to me. Mm -hmm. He's not saying any of that. He's saying the complete opposite. Yeah. But he's not going to force us to walk in what he has already prepared before. Huh? A lot of times we're just waiting for this. Voila. Oh, okay. Now it is. No, it's never going to happen that way. If that the case in the word of be a lie, because God said take steps of faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can wait for you. Yeah. I don't mind doing that. No. I don't mind doing that at all. But my instructions from God is I will be in here and how he had me to minister will be this way until you come along with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that if that's what he's saying to you. But you and I both know deep down within that's not what he's saying to you. That's being said to you not from him. Sweetheart, 
you and I are very expressive. And you may feel as though on this podcast, I even, God even will have me to hear what you're feeling and conversating about at times, not everything. And it was expressed and conversated sometimes when I was expressing myself that who else is listening to Q talk like this? Who else hearing this? Yeah, God help me to know all these. I just because I don't say it don't mean I don't know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But God had me to express through this process with you. I had none. I was withholding nothing. And look how far it got me. Willing to take risks, not caring who here. Because I'm talking to you. I can't focus on that. This is the way he had me to talk to you. But let me say this to you. Why do you think God would tell you not to say anything to me right now? I want to hear from you. What is his reason to you not to say nothing to me? Is it to wait until the time when you want to say something? Or is it to give you time for when you're ready to say something? That's not with your body. That's not with your heart. When I say your body, I mean your body language. Because when you're around me, it's nothing more than you want to do than to say something to me. Yeah. You're ready to move, but you're being stopped. Why do you feel to stop? I'm just asking you these questions because I'm led to. Mm-hmm. Why would God put you through all of that? Why would God have you to say things to Quenisha discreetly? Let me say this without her knowing it's me, but it's coming from me. You think God would have us to do that? That's not being honest. Mm-mm. Because you will have things to be said to me as if it's coming from people when it's coming from you. I want honesty from you. You had nothing but, and you get nothing but honesty from me. You understand? God had me to, I'm not going to say humiliate. He had me to go in front of the whole world and talk about you and what I have done. I even told you that I was delivered in the past from pornography. <laughs> and some people took it and must and tried to testify that in my face and use it against me. <laughs> even your picture guided me to come to you about that. Who does that? You understand? <laughs> and that's why I'm going so far so fast. <laughs> Do you understand? My words are more powerful, more effective. Power is not, success is not gaining resources. What sense is that? You gain resources, but don't even have the power to heal. People dying around you, but yet you accumulate in resources. They don't even look right. It look like what you out there for regarding anybody. You can tell what, by anybody walk how they are due to how they started out and how they are now. Many of us started out so hungry, so filled up, so fired up, didn't care about resources. All we cared about is souls. But now many of us started caring about the resources to gain the souls. 
getting all these organizations and having all these people to say that we're leaders over them and having all these groups, not saying everybody, but just a quick example, having mentees and all these things, recruiting people from different churches to come under your organization to pay to give them a free word just to have your bills paid. Come on, somebody. God me to sit up on that one. Somebody can sell a thousand dollars. Oh, let me get a picture with you. Thank you. Somebody saw their last ten dollars. Oh, well, they could have get better than that. You understand? But that was their last. You understand? People use the pandemic for their own for their own purposes. It's a big contradiction of the pandemic. The coronavirus changed up everything, but yet now it's back to how it's supposed to be, which never even changed for the children of God anyway, because that's not our reality. But you still going off of those guidelines that the restrictions been taken off. So why aren't this happening? Why is this open on this day? Why is it back, not back the way how it used to be in the sense of it being open like it always has been, but it's closed because of the pandemic. The guidelines were to close during that time. But now that they lift up the restrictions, why are you still closed? Why are you still even virtual? You understand Using it for your own, your own. We use it for our own purposes. It caused us to, you know, not to have nothing, can't be outside and this and that and don't want to be around more much people. But yet, when it comes to our job performance, we use it for our own purposes. I ain't got to go in the office for real. I could just work at home on the computer, right? I could take my time because, oh, I can get a doctor's note and you understand it's a big contradiction. Yeah. But God had me get on here and just say these things to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are some of the things that you, oh, God says, tell you this. Thank you. That I was being very expressive to you. I'm very expressive. I'm supposed to be. You are very expressive, but the thing is, sweetheart, you expose things that only God would have you to hear, Buka. Yeah. That that can also happen when you put people in your sacredcy. Put, put, put people in your ministry. You give them access to say what they want. That's not for everybody to hear. This entire, if I'm not preaching or praying and I'm talking to you, it's not for you to share that with nobody else. Is that what you're going to do when I come home? See, God is showing you who you are now. You can't be that husband around your mouth so much. Because if you tell A, everything B is doing, people going to create C. And tell you what they think and what they feel how it should be due to what they're hearing. So how are you going to have somebody determine what God used me to say to you when you can go to him yourself? You understand? That goes for any husband. You understand? There's no man going to tell you everything that goes on in his ministry. Not supposed to. So why are you doing that? Already, and we're not even married yet. You understand? I'm serious, but God, these things that God had me to say to you. Can you blame him for wanting to say these things to you? You understand? Seriously. 
Seriously, sweetie. I love you. Yes. But you kind of created all of this yourself by not going to God yourself. That just shows how much the people on your end really care about you, that they go above and beyond. Whenever you say any type of time of the night, send Q this message or do this for Q. And that's what they do because they love you. But you got a woman who's aware of these things. You're a woman that has, you know, God's mentality. I know. I'm created, gifted like that. Even when you feel like I need the support due to being around nonsense, go sit near Q. Go sit by Q and all these things. I appreciate that. And they love you so much that they do it. And I say, God, these are some amazing friends to do this stuff. And you had somebody to hear this podcast every time they stop what they're doing to hear because you told them, I mean, you asked them to. Or go to Q page and say this. Or go look at Q story and all these things. And I would know. I know every time. But why do you think God would have you to do that that way and not do it the right way, the correct way? You feel that God put that in your heart. He didn't put that in your heart to have somebody else to do. That's like... God calling you to do your assignment, and yet you have somebody else trying to fulfill it for you. You're preparing to be a husband. You have to have that, you know, responsibility to do that, to carry out that anointing. And I need you. I'm not on here just saying that. I can't really go any further without you. (laughs) I'm in the house because of you. You have things to impart in me that only you can impart for me to do the next thing. You are that extra push for me to go and do what God had me to do. He already lined up for me. I already know what to do once you connect and talk and pray with me. Going this place, that he already told me how to do it, but I have to be patient and wait for you. I have to be patient. The thing is, the reason why I was so patient with you is I don't want you to think I'm that woman that's like, I'm ready to get married. I'm ready to do this now. You know, I I was so big on not you wanting to misunderstand me. But it's like, wait a second. I don't care about any of that. I need you in ministry now. I don't care about that. I'm not marrying you or being with you because I need to be with somebody. I know anybody can have anybody. It's not that. I can't go no further without you. Yeah. And um, God is really saying to me, to say to you, you got to stop putting your business out there that's not supposed to be exposed. Yeah. Can't do that, Buka. Yeah. See, God only had me to be exposed to you. But you exposing me to others in the sense of me only talking to you. And you know what the things are. It's things that you share that people ain't supposed to know that about me. You understand? I know that you like to feel, you know, wanted and, you know, needed and all those things. But, sweetheart, you, if you, whatever you do now, that's showing God, you know, what you would do then when we are married. And he's not going to do, you know, have that. No, he's not. 
Like, I wouldn't go and tell that you turned on by me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why did I do that? Hello, sweetheart. Hallelujah. Sweetheart, I had to pause it and do something real quick. I was, let me just tell you what I was doing. <laughs> I was replacing my nail and I tried to bite the glue to open it back up and it all went in my mouth. Oh my God, crazy glue. Got stuck on my tongue and everything, yeah. But anyway, God says to say to you, come to him with clarification like he told me to say yesterday. You got to come. See, the thing is, he had me to come to you and tell you things. Look how long he's been telling me throughout the times he would tell me to say messages like this. And you would get a third person to hear what's actually being said as if you're trying to be convinced. As if it matters. Not saying that the words are wrong, but you got to go to him. So this is what I want you to do. God had me to say to you, go to him. And all you got to do is just ask. Father, what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling and what I'm, you know, is this what you really want for me right now? You understand? I'm not going to put up with that anymore. I can't. He won't let me. I put up with it long enough. There's a day and time for everything. And today is a day. God say, don't go for that. Because I didn't say that. I never told him he couldn't say anything to you. That's not what I said. I can't have you to say that I said it's okay and he say it's not. That's something not right with this vision. You two must be on one accord. And how you be on one accord? Seeking me. And I'm staying in the face of God. You got to. You got to stand as a man. Not saying you're not a man. But when it comes to strength, when it comes to support, you have to feel that already from the kingdom. Because you can't have people in our marriage. You can't have nobody tell you what you could do and what you can't do. You can't nobody speak for us. Me as your help, I'm not having it. And no woman would. As a help, that means I'm being stopped. I'm being stopped. God wouldn't bring me this far to stop me. God wouldn't have you to strategize in all these, this, you know, discreetful ways on how to just say hello to me or you love me. And as if I don't know it's coming from you. That's not what God want. He never did. You can't even say I'm not ready. You can't even say any of that. Neither can I. It has to be what he wants. Whenever we say I, I'm, it's not what he wants. So let me say this again. What is God saying to you? What are you feeling inside? 
And that's why you are confused with your emotions and your actions. And you got to get up there and convince yourself that it's okay to go through what you're going through. And it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. What are you planning? And what I mean by that, Father's in your well-being. Are you goal planning? Are you even talking about goal planning? How you're going to launch and how you're going to embark? Are you talking about that? Let me say this. Do not become religious. You understand, but understand your religion. Because religious mind, um, religious mindset is a person who tries to take matters in their own hands for their spiritual well-being when God has already written it out. So it takes away from you trusting the Lord with all your heart and leaning out to your own understanding. See, getting around a Getting around specific crowds and be like, you know, you got to plan and go set and think about two hours or two years from now. But in the sense that God says when it comes to panic and worry, take no thought for tomorrow. And God not said that you won't see tomorrow, even though he said it's not promised to you. But at the same time, he in a sense is symbolically saying that stop worrying about your well-being. What you have and don't have. And even giving examples. If I could clothe the earth. Feed the birds. How much more do you think I could do for you? But if we already agreed that he already did. And we keep declaring finished work. Then why are we trying to come up with ways. To have our lives to be better. Or look like we are actually successful. In areas that God probably didn't even write down in the first place. How far can we prosper that way? Not at all. You understand? So, your prayers have to be, Father, not my will. Thy will be done. And you have to live that. Be open for that. And that's how you hear what he is saying. And then you write that down. I don't want to hear or say or see nothing that Dwight has to say. I want to hear what God has to say through Dwight to say to me. You understand? If you're going to get it from me, you're going to get it raw. And yes, you're going to get it right. Because no devil, no demon going to ever stop me again. Because I'm not having it. I don't care if the words seem to be positive. If it's not what God is saying, I don't want to hear it. And I'm not even going to say it. We try to find excuses as to why it is the way it is. But we just got to yield to the voice of God so it can be how he has it to be. God can send a word. It's your time. And because everything else is saying that it's not, but you feel that it is, do you think you're going to possess? No, because you're not going to move. Mm -hmm. So what steps of faith are being taken? You understand? Mm-hmm. 
message like this won't be said anymore. Mm -mm. Because you're a very smart man. I don't have to repeat it anymore. Mm -mm. And then I, I try to make up excuses too with right along with you. To make it seem like, okay, this, this must be God because um, it's like this. It's not like this. Stop all of that. God, what do you have? God, what are you saying? Let me see what you're saying. Let me hear what you're saying. I don't want to hear about what nobody else got to say. And I pray that over all of us. This what, what God is saying. Too many of us saying what we're not going to do, what we are going to do, and not even just yield it to what God's already done. I can't think about my well-being. My life is in his hands. All I know is I'm blessed and favored. And whatever he given me for I was in the future, present, due to, you know, his goodness, even in the past, because he's still the same, that what I write down only what he's saving me, not nothing else. I'm not going to ever get in no soaking section with anybody that's not even soaking and talk about anything that he's not currently saying to me. Because that means that I'm saying something to him and not listen to what he has to say to me. I don't care if it's regarding a house. I don't care if it's regarding money, vehicle, anything, business, whatever. It must be if he already sent it to me. Or showing me. Because I'm not going to be a dressed up fool. I'm not going to be a contradictor. Neither am I going to be a hypocrite. How am I going to say wait on the Lord and then say go set. Now. Write some things down. That God never even said. So what goes with the waiting on the Lord? It sounds like Okay, I'm waiting on God. He's taking too long, so let me take matters in my own hands. Pretty much, that's what's being said. If it's being said that way, regarding any of us. I know I said that to myself plenty of times. But if I love him, and I'm a good steward, and if he already said to me, well done, thou good and faithful servant beforehand, let me live up to that reality. Yeah. I love you. I see a whole field of flowers. Mm -hmm. This word is not for you to take lightly or for granted. You have to go to God alone. You have to stop putting your business out there. Stop putting out there what I'm saying to you. It's not for no one to be giving their personal opinion about what you're exposing about me. Because God had me to come to you and not them. I would have went to them. He would have had me to go to them. He had me to come to you. You're exposing me in ways you're not supposed to. And that's why you get emotional feedback. And that's why you're emotionally disturbed. Because you're sharing things that shouldn't be shared. You invited me somewhere. And why would you think God wouldn't have you to say hello? I was, to be honest with you, I'd be afraid to even speak to you. Because I can feel that energy on you that you pretend so much that I just, you know, I can't even feel comfortable. You know, I'm bold. I would love to say hello to you. It's like you pretend to look so disturbed, like, like you look so irritated, like you want to, but you're being stopped. And I feel that comfort you, so I just don't say anything. Sometimes somebody's heart can be so troubled, it could cause you to, you know, push away. 
Some hearts can be so hardened that you, you can't do nothing with it, but walk away. When I just see you minister up there, every time I come around, you'll, you, you'll turn your head to the side or you'll, you know, you'll frown up because it's like you want to, but you can't. But is that what God said? We got to stop saying what my father didn't say. We have to stop that. Four years, I thought God said something he did not say. You understand? God never told Abraham he's going to conceive old. It just took that long. And when we put our hands in, God takes his off. And when we submit and surrender, then he starts where he left off. You have to be honest from this day forward with this preparation. I don't care about anything else but why I'm preparing for my purpose here. Because I cannot go but too far without you. I'm in this bedroom because of it. You understand? I cannot and I will not have you put me through what I don't have to go through. And forgive me for putting you through the things you've been through. You understand? No more of that. No more having anybody else give me a message that you can give me. God don't have you away from me. You do. Your emotions saying something totally, your heart, your spirit saying something totally different than what's coming in your, the words that's going in your ear. It was actually coming out your mouth. Yeah. And you're frustrated sometimes because of it. It's like you're rolling with the punches that you don't even have to take. So this is what I advise you. Go to him alone. And see what he has to say to you. Concerning everything I'm saying to you. Because God not going to have me to say something that he didn't say. And then say he said it. And I'm free indeed. You understand? I, um. I, um. I just thank God for everything. Father, before I get off of here, I stand before you and I say that thank you for releasing to him confirmation straight out of your mouth regarding his life, his purpose, every area of his life. Allow him to feel, hear, see, and say what you are saying and nothing else. I pray, God, that he stands before you alone to hear what you have to say 
and not lean on somebody else's words from you, God, when he can hear you himself. It's just like the children of God, sweetheart, the Israelites, they waited till Moses went up on the mountain. They had no idea he was coming back with Ten Commandments. When he went up there on the mountain, he had no idea he was going to receive Ten Commandments. But when he went up on the mountain, the mountain, they used all those resources that God provided for them on their journey, blessing them, went from slaves to having all them resources to make a golden calf, yeah, melted all that beautiful, you know, resources, coins, everything to make a uh, idol. Because they felt like Moses was taking too long. Now, what does that say about that when you think deeper into that? So, they needed to hear from God. They needed something to worship. But Moses always released to them to go to God and have a relationship personally with him. But they didn't do that when Moses left. So it's like when Moses was with them, they only felt like they could hear from God through Moses. So if we're not careful with that, we can worship people on the way. Anytime we feel like if I don't get a word from that person, I'm not getting no word from no person. If that person not here, I won't have a good day until I hear something from somebody. I got to get a word. When they direct you to God to have that person to encounter because it looks as if, if we're not careful that we think that God don't love us to communicate with us or that we're not worth hearing his voice. What do you have a relationship with us all? Christ didn't say my father who are in heaven. He said our father. So they were worshiping Moses on a way. I have to hear a word. What does God say, Moses? What is he saying now? How long is it going to take for us to get there? He brought us on this phone. Look at look all this. Look, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. We're still walking for days. I'm tired, Moses. I'm tired. They complained so much. They were complaining down there while he was on the mountain. Well, forget it. We're going to take matter in our own hands. We're going to make us a, a statue. We're going to make us a golden calf. And out of all things to make an idol, you use a calf? Jesus. <laughs> My God, a symbol of a calf, Jesus. But anyway, God, I'm going to get on here and say these things to you. So go to him regarding what I said to you. You go to him. Don't put nobody else in this ministry. Now, it's okay to get prayer and supplications, but when it comes to getting feedback on what God's saying to say to you, don't go to nobody else anymore. Because too many people, one is too many to know everything that's going on on this podcast and what I'm saying to you. That's too much of me being exposed. I'm preparing for you, not you and them. So show me my worth. Don't do that no more. Don't go to nobody and have them give me no message no more. You come to me. You say something to me. You want a word for me? You have a word for me? You have prayer for me? You want to send me an emoji? You want to send me a scripture? You want to send me a, a song? Then send it to me. Send it to me. In order. Hallelujah. Greater seems in us than he's in the world. 